0: <laughs> Glad you're back. So this book is called The Path Made Clear by Oprah Winfrey. I like reading her book. I don't know what it is. Is it hearing her voice? But it's um she's so practical and it's just it's been nice. It was a short book, um, you know, The Path Made Clear. She basically uh pretty much got all some of the interviews she had in her career and put it all together about what each, um, success people, um, how they found their career path and hoping that when we listen to their stories that we too can realize, wait, I'm created to do something. I'm created to, you know, continue doing what I love wishes. You know what I mean? So, um, it, and it's interesting hearing some of the stories and one that really got to me and I thought it was related to what we're going through. So now because of this, you know, coronavirus and a lot of people losing um, their jobs or now with this whole um, Black uh, Lives Matter and, and the whole protest that's going on, um, you know, and a lot of people losing their jobs and, and stuff like that, and it, it's it's putting people in a lot of, you um, different pressures um, in various pressures right and there was this one story about this guy he was saying that how things were really tough for him um, that he didn't know how to pay the rent uh, financially things were really difficult and you know when whenever there's a financial issue I find like if there's a finance issue usually problems are created you know this is when mm-hmm. you start arguing you're getting to stress about something everything is just you know making you you know, like tense. So um, this guy, things were really tough for him financially. And he realized that his family and his friends figured that out. And it's amazing what he did, like shocking. I was like, what? So he went to those family and went to those friends and said, it is true. We're struggling. Things are difficult, but it is very important that you don't save me. Please don't give me any money. Please don't. Just leave me be, let me be, um, you know, at this state, And it's interesting. It, it's like shocking. You're like, really? Because you would think that somebody who's struggling, if they're giving you money, you know, you would be happy. But no, because he, he realized, he's, he's like, and I'm so glad I did that. He goes, because this struggle, this pain had pushed me to get out of it and make sure I don't stay in this again. He's like, so I came up with this company and I started doing this and I started doing that. And because of it, now I am successful and I don't see myself ever going to that state again. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Okay. So um that that shocked me. So then and and there's a lot of other stories basically that um whatever you're doing in life, um basically if if you're like at work or whatever you're doing, um, if you find joy in it, do more of that. Um, and if you find that you're just doing something because of the money, or you're just not really happy that you should basically keep searching that, um, that, you know, it's like God created us, but all of us have, um, a talent that we all need to figure out what it is and be able to sort of you know, uh, present it, uh, basically, you know, it, it's like, live your, find out, find what your passion is, what you're good at and live with it. And, and I loved that because doing nursing, I loved what I do and it, it was, I, I loved it. But after I started teaching, I realized, no, I love this one more. Just, it just, it just meant it just, if it was just easy, you know? Um, and it was, I just love teaching. Um, so I realized that this is, this is me, mm-hmm. this is my path that's made clear for me to, you know, to just teach whatever it may be. Um, so he, she was basically saying how important that is because that, because then if you start doing what you love, it doesn't feel, feel like work. And even if it feels like work, it's the work that you love to do so you can keep doing it happily, you know? So they talked also about legacy and, you know, leaving something behind and, And how do you want to leave something behind? How do you want people to remember you, right? So I thought that was really important. Now, I'm relating this also to the story of um, Khidr. Do you remember the story of Khidr where Prophet Musa, um, when somebody asked him, oh, Prophet Musa, are you the most knowledgeable one? And he said, yes, yes, I am. I mean, he's the one who people are always asking for guidance and he's the one who's always talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like, he didn't think anything of it, you know, and then Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "No, there's somebody else," Isn't, you know, and then He says, "Name is Khidr." So he was in shock. He's like, "Can I go and visit him?" And Allah says, "says Yes." So he ends up meeting Khidr, and you remember the story where he followed Khidr all around, and he and, he, and Khidr told him from the beginning, Khidr had the wisdom, um, you know, that listen, you're not going to be able to last with me. The things that I do, it's very hard for you to be patient. And he says, oh, no, but I'll be patient. You'll find me among the patient one, inshallah. Mm -hmm. And he says, okay, but on one condition, you can't say anything. So Musa follows him, right? So, uh, and remember the three things that he ends up following him with, and he just could not hold his tongue, where he's destroying a a, a boat. And he's like, what are you doing? Why are we destroying a boat that helped us? Where he basically kills a child. And he goes, why are you killing a child when he killed no no one? And when he started helping that uh, wall and, you know, putting it all nicely, nice and strong, and he goes, why are you helping those people when no one could even take care of us as a guest, right? And he goes, that's it. You couldn't, you know, you can't keep yourself, um, you know, you can't be patient with me. I told you, you know, you can't be saying anything, but because you couldn't be, and what's interesting is he said, okay, okay, I'm sorry if I say it again, then I will leave. So he goes, okay, so that was it. You need to leave now. So he explained to him these three things and why he did it. Now, he would have probably argued with him and said, what? What do you mean you did all of this because Allah told you or you had this wisdom that you're supposed to do it? But he knew because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him about Khidr. But the point is that Khidr had, um, like, what's the word? He had... Um, he had a wisdom. He had something unique that Allah has given him. So, um, and Musa also has something unique that Allah has given him. The fact that he's a prophet, the fact that he's talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the fact that his personality was so strong that people would listen to him, you know, and Bani weren't easy people. So 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 each one, so it just shows that each and every one of us has a talent. And, and then we need to find what that is and and add to it and this is really important for us as parents because each child will be good at something i remember this one guy he says uh he he goes you know uh, he has twins a boy and a girl he goes if they came apart as in if they weren't twins i would have thought one is you know more better than the other but now that they're both twins it made me appreciate that it's just how it is one loves to read the other doesn't one loves to you know, be on a bike and just physical and the other is total opposite. One loves to you know, um, speak and talk and, and sing and then the other was totally like the opposite. He goes, he's like, his, and then he realized that nothing is wrong with them. It's just who they are and this is how the way, you know, they're going to interact with the world and nothing is wrong. It's just, it's just done in a different way. And, and, and that's clear because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about how you know, um, he created us all different—not just personality or voice. Isn't that amazing? Even our voice is, is different. Our voice, our fingerprints, our color, our hair texture, our eyes—everything so different—and it's all because that's what makes us unique. You know what I mean? If you think about it, we're not the type of human that like the same thing over and over. And over and over again we can't handle that Um, even if you realize the seasons change it's like we need that constant movement you know it's nothing stays the same with us i mean how old are you now how old are you going to be next year are you going older you're going to be the following year you're constantly growing whether you choose to not grow or not you know what i mean so we're constantly moving so we need to constantly be what's the word um engaged interested and and you know, and things like that. So, so for us to have different cultures, different you know um, talents, different you know, it's a good thing. It, it's a very good thing. And if we, I, I, when I was reading the seerah of Muhammad there was this uh, story about this one guy. I forgot his name. One of the Sahaba, but. Um, he was the type that never, he, he was too afraid of blood and, and killing and stuff like that. And everybody knew that. He was the type that he was all about arts. He was all about poetry and, and just, you know, like amusing people and stuff like that. So that when people had to go out and battle, he was the only guy. And somebody else who wasn't feeling well or something like that. That was with the girls, with the ladies in the house. That it was so bad that when they were being attacked. And, and one of the ladies gave them the um, sword and said, go and fight. He goes, you know I'm not like that. You know that's not my type. You know that's not me. Mm-hmm. So then she would like, a fine. So she would pretend she was a guy. And would go out and sort of battle those guys. And, and this is a big deal. Because Muhammad Sallallahu be knew this he didn't put him accountable for it, you know. Says, no, this is your persona, this is who you are, and, and that's fine, you know. Or when the man went to Muhammad وسلم, and said, I, Rasulullah, I just can't get it, like, so how many times are we praying in a day, and how many rakah is it? <laughs> and would say, two rakah for Fajr, then four for Dhuhr, and four, you know, for Asr, and three for Maghrib, and four for Aisha, and then he would say, No i'm still forgetting like he still didn't get it so all of a sudden repeat it again so then he looked at the person beside him what else how about he said he points at him like can you tell him and he goes let me tell him and he does it in a poetry and and the guy boom got it in a second got it you know what i mean so it just um it makes you appreciate that you know that all of us um, are talent- talented in a different way. That's why I was really frustrated when one of my cousins said, oh, my son is doing so well in Sudan. They live in Sudan. And he, uh, my son is doing so well. He's in you know, grade one and he uh, is number one in class. And I was like, what? They still do that? Number one, number two, number three. And then I'm like, this is not good because the person who's always in the last, three or you know will always feel like oh i'm not worthy and that's not true school like is set in a way that's you know teaching in one different one different once you know way of teaching and that may not apply for everybody so we cannot assume oh wait you're stupid or oh wait you're not gonna get anywhere no it's just it's not working this style is not working for you it's our fault we need to change in a different style okay so this is not your talent but there must be a different talent you know what I mean so it's really important that that we don't lose hope in ourselves that we don't um feel that I don't have anything good because Allah has given each and every one of us something that we're good at we just have to find out what that is and even if like and then what's important is doing something that you love um and knowing that you know subhanAllah it's like it's like it's, it's like now I can say it life is short. So before I'm like, no it's not, it's so long. <laughs> you for 70 years. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Now I'm like, yeah, it is short. <laughs> that you know, so it, it's important that we live it in a way that we love just the fact that, you know, when you have your health and you have, you know, that knowledge and you have that time, like you want to use it in a time that you're so happy. So like for you to be able to work in a unit and uh, whatever you're doing, I think it's so important that you find where your passion lies and you stick with that. You know, with me, I didn't know. I was like, Oh no, I'm happy here. I would switch to a different unit. Oh, I'm happy here too. I would go to a different, I'm like, Oh, I'm happy here too. And then later on I'm like, Oh no, this is the ultimate happiness, you know? So, and I think that's the key is just growing, growing and doing better and better. And that is with that with this book. Any comments?
1: No, yeah, definitely. It's it's so even like with kids. Like my one daughter talks so much, and the other one doesn't. Like doesn't talk that much. So like, think... like you see two different personalities, right? And then you hmm. wonder, you're like, oh my goodness, is there something wrong with this other one? This one's not talking much. But in reality, it's like my mother's like everyone's different. Some of you guys started talking when you're four. Some of you guys started walking when you're, you know, mm-hmm. like right away. Some people's just like everyone's different. It doesn't it, matter. They have their own pace. Exactly. Even but, with learning. Yeah. Hundred percent. Definitely. And it's true that some kids are meant to do something different in school. You're taught, doctor, engineer, like you know, certain careers. Whereas in life, you can do anything you can find your passion but it's like exploring it because Mm -hmm. there's so many different so many different things and so many different learners because Mm -hmm. in school they just kind of um expect you to be just like a listen you're a listener that's it like you Mm -hmm. listen that's it um whereas there's so many people that are hands-on they want to see you do it or Mm -hmm. show them or let them do it first and then see if they go they understand and then from there say that my husband was teaching me something
0: and I said before you teach me I need to tell you something I'm the type that I'm tactile I need to I need to do with my hands so don't just tell me okay I'm like tell me but I need to actually do it and he'd be like looking at me like "Uh uh-huh and he would actually just tell me in the end he would say do you get it I'm like no because I never got a chance to practice in front of you you can't just I'm not that type but and it's so and I was so happy that I understood myself you know and I'm like Mm -hmm. um, to, i'm a visual and i need to actually work with my hands and i know i'll be able to get it quickly and it's so important that we teach our children um, or anyone find out what type of learner you are you know um and and because in that way even when you're at school you're hearing one way and now you can transform it in a different way you know what i mean like a like you know you're hearing about what the cell is and you're like uh-huh uh-huh but now you're gonna take you know the pen and you're going to start drawing it and and actually drawing that cell and that becomes now your way of learning relearning what she just said so it's so important that we teach that and that's why i think it's so important for us parents being smart about this because how you view your kids is going to be a big deal oh my god you hardly speak. oh and then like the way you image your body language will teach that child away something's wrong with me and and this is a big deal because here in canada we tend to think, if you, you know, if you speak out loud and you're outspoken, then you're good, you know, you're smart, you're this, and that's not necessarily true, you know.
1: No, definitely. Mm. And everyone's different. Different, and everyone's different. We're all made different. Just like my siblings, not one of us have the same personality. Not one of oh. us are the same, and it's insane. That we all came from the same mother and father. Oh my God. I love it. Continue. And I'm just like, wow, are we this, Do we really come from the same people? And Amazing. they're just like, yeah. So it's like, we all have different personalities. We all learn differently. And it's like over the years, we learn to adapt and like accept each other for who we, we are. Because when you're younger, you expect them. No, you're supposed to do this. You have to do it this way where it's like because that's what we were taught but as you grow you understand that each and every single one of you are different and you all have different perspectives like even for advice like i'll oh, ask my sisters oh, this exactly. i'm upset here and they're like no you have to take it and look at it this way maybe it was this and i'm just like oh my god i didn't even think about that <laughs> You're right surprised you know
0: yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I remember my aunt once. Um, oh my God, I was so shocked. There was this guy, he goes to my aunt and he says, you know, I really love um, Ahmed's family and um, I want to marry one of their girls. I was so insulted. Who does he think he is? that he just wants to marry just one of us. I'm like, we are completely different girls. I'm like, I am not (laughs) like my sister. And she is not like me. And you know what I mean? And I'm like, you can't just randomly say, I just want to marry one of their daughters, you know? And I'm like, I mean, what type do you want? You know, there's like, so, and obviously it's not like, you know, But like I was insulted. Like you can't just, you know, not all girls are the same. Or not all guys are the same, my God. We don't even look alike. I mean, maybe we may look alike a little bit, but you know what I mean. So it's it's just interesting when you say that. And it's siblings are not all the same. It's so like we may all and that's that's amazing, isn't it? The same parents, we can go all go through the same hardship, but we all come out of it differently.
1: <laughs> I know, raised the same, but it's like wow, we're all completely different, different I'm life life experiences too, right? Because the siblings, we don't know how everyone takes it where some people are more emotional than others some people speak out others are more reserved it's like we're all different people and it's crazy insane that and it's clear
0: because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about it that he created us and to test us so it's Mm -hmm. like um because and, and everyone is is gonna act differently you know like you can't tell somebody to be patient um and he's saying, oh, yeah, I'm patient, but nothing is going on in their life. What is there to be patient about? Now, when something is crazy going on, like, now be patient. And he's like, what do you mean be patient this time? Blah blah blah. I'd rather be patient when things are great, you know? So, no, or it's like, you know, have great manners. And you're having all your amazing manners. And you're always great. But then when things are crap going in your direction, now you lose all your manners. We're like, well, no, I had my manners, but no, not on this time, you know? So, it's... Um, it's interesting. I guess it's where a different personality comes in and where the training for us to come in. Mm-hmm. So this okay. book, means a lot about that. About sort of, yeah, being clear. yourself,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. And what yeah. you're happy with. Exactly. Because it's like, you think about it and you're like, oh my goodness, am I even happy? And every time I go to work, I'm like, I'm unhappy here. And I don't know if it's the unit or what, but it's just like sometimes it's like whoever is your manager too
0: exactly it's just like
1: wow you do i need another career so be
0: um your comfort you know you just been in for mm-hmm. so long that you just can't see yourself out of it just just yeah. don't, like, don't um don't get confused with that because there's that too because i remember there was one girl that i would tell her get out of that unit Come to this new unit it's awesome it's so much better it's this is this is this, this and I'm telling her all these reasons and she's like mm. and to her it was hard to change because it's all she knew it's not mm-hmm. that I mean trust me I've been in your unit I'm telling you this one's better but she just didn't want to leave because of that the change so, so. so just keep
1: that in mind definitely like don't be afraid of change because this 100%. change might make you happy Exactly. And you might find your ultimate happiness.
0: Because honestly, I felt I, every time I moved out of a unit, it wasn't out of choice. It was always something happened. I got the opportunity to go to Saudi. I'm like, oh, I can't leave that, but I didn't really want to leave the unit. The fact that I came mm-hmm. back and I started with a different unit, then I got married and I had to leave. I didn't really want to leave the unit. I was happy. Then when I mm-hmm. you know, was working in, in Saskatoon I, and had um, nor and I didn't want to leave but I had to you know what I mean they were all forced exactly so it's it's and and you could be that type that you're just adapting and you just love it you know you're just wherever you are but at the same time you know don't be afraid to explore what else can I do what more can I offer mm-hmm. that will make me even more happier mm-hmm. yeah definitely explore. Yeah awesome yeah awesome so thank you so much until next time I going to some.